is Volland at the other end. Well, is that not typical of the way Borussia Dortmund play football? Dominant chances, forcing the opponents into errors, but the first time that the opponent has a sight of their goal, they ram it into the back of their net. And in Kevin Volland, it's always a chance that he's going to take it. We are in a very difficult, you know, we have, we've had a very difficult week uh, this past week. And like, I'm going to, to go on a little rant here. It's going to be so a fucking angry rant. Uh, because, because, you know, the way we lost against Bremen on Tuesday, in my opinion, that was like, a very unnecessary loss like like you you might like you might go into that game with the with the sole intent of losing and you might have a hard time losing you know you can you can still like draw or win but that but that game like it was just sloppy you know the way it was played and i'm not like a big uh, technician in football or anything or I know nothing about tactics or anything but I I think that sometimes I feel that Lucian Favre is like really sabotaging his team you know in, in a big way what I mean by that is uh, I mean if you are if you suddenly decide that you want to experiment in what you think is an easy game like he did on Tuesday if you want to really experiment I don't think you are allowed to experiment by putting aside one of your best players you know if you want to experiment you want to experiment with with you know the weak parts of the team you don't want to experiment with the the offense which is going very good so far you want to experiment much with the defense and what he did is that he just wanted to experiment with the offense which is like unnecessary and uh, like game after game right now i am asking myself a question why do we still see akanji playing like he has to 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 have some kind of arrest or something because his performance lately it's not only me like we we you, you saw the poll that that i'm I put on Twitter yesterday and it had like 65 people vote like 70% of them are like Akanji was the worst player yesterday and I mean if we're gonna like experiment with with something let's experiment with with the weak points for example let's not play Akanji let's not play tree at the back maybe let's play Balerdi instead let's give him a chance and that mentality of just thinking that a game, a cup game against a team that's facing relegation this season is going to be easy. It's not going to be easy because cup games are not the same as Bundesliga games. We have, we have seen that over and over again. So that is just something that I wanted to get off my, my chest real quick. I will... I don't know. I'm really gonna be like so fucking pissed off, or or maybe not. Maybe I'm just gonna be like, okay, fuck this shit. I don't care anymore. If I see Akanji play next week, if I see him play in the starting eleven next week, I'm gonna be so pissed because he has like 
he has he, he is so fucking weak like he's even his self-confidence has gone down a thousand times since the start of this season because he knows that he's not on top of his game don't get me wrong i i know that he's a good player i know that he's committed he's working hard he's doing all he he can to 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 play like to feeder in every game but i disagree with him being uh right now being a part of the starting 11 and or if we keep going the same way i don't think we're gonna be challenging any type of league this year we are already out of the cup and i don't think we're gonna do anything better in the bundesliga or in the champions league so yeah no akanji he's like i don't know he like when he plays well he's not a bad defender but the problem is he doesn't play consistently well he's very inconsistent and he the mistakes he makes are like very very costly mistakes for someone who's supposed to be playing so well you know like i don't know if 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 we're going to keep playing him why don't we give it a shot with someone different there's you know like you said Ballardi is very talented and on the bench and like we haven't even given him a chance and i don't see any harm in giving him an opportunity to see some playing time especially like it's not like it's not like Bolardi can do any more damage to the back line than say Akanji has so so why not just give it a shot right yeah of course exactly I'm, I'm always that uh, I want like uh, one other thing uh, I think that the one of the reasons this this might like <laughs> sound so fucking weird but one of the reasons, like, Haaland um, didn't score a goal is because Favre benched him in the game against Feder Bremen. What's that about? Why would you bench him yeah. in that game? Right. I don't understand. Like, please explain. Please, what's, what's, the, what's the reasoning behind that? Is it, like, to rest him for the weekend game? Because the weekend game is important? I don't... I don't get it. Like, why would you rest a, a number nine? Like, why would you do that? You have only one. You why use him? Like, and and what happened is that I think that the the reason why on Saturday Helen didn't score any goal is that he was out of his momentum because he got momentum. He he started playing. He started starting games, and then you bench him out of nowhere. Like, why would you do that? Like, as a coach, you are responsible for your players uh you know momentum in games if you see a, a player is is going in upward momentum you you keep starting him because if you stop him you have more chances to break his momentum and to break his confidence than to risk him like i i don't get it not really man like and that resulted in so many other casualties okay that resulted in marco royce picking up an injury and as as a consequence, Marco Royce being absent from Leverkusen game uh, resulted in Julian Brandt getting an injury, an injury as well. So now we have like two key players being uh, who are right now injured and might be out for several weeks ahead of very important fixtures. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really understand the reasoning behind that. Like, 
if you are a coach who's like who who who, who uses like strategy and and tactics and everything and you want to to have like this longevity in your squad you can like think if you want to think like think farther than the next game or or, or or the next one like why would you do that like i don't i don't understand i mean uh, i didn't really watch like the Werder bremen game i i'm pretty sure like Dortmund did their best to 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 win but this is not how it should go for us we we should like put our strengths forward we should like play our strongest players and try to rest if i can say at least rest the the the, the like the weak links in, in the squad yeah um oh yeah no the the, the bremen game was kind of just like it was not it was not that fantastic to watch it was like i don't know we just did not look organized we did not look composed like we looked disconnected from the game like marco royce i don't think played particularly well um there's just like it didn't look like a great game you know um holland played well and reina played well like the young players played well but our veterans and experienced players weren't playing well and if your veterans aren't playing well and your experienced players aren't playing well then like what good is that for the team yeah, true. I mean, yeah, the, the veterans should be like the anchor points, even if the, the the little guys or or the young people fuck up. The veterans should be there to, you know, to try to balance the team, not to be the ones who who make the mistakes, you know. And that's that's the job for the for the youngsters. Let the youngsters make mistakes and learn. For you. You should be composed. You should, because the player like Marco Royce or Mats Hummels or Manuel Kanji, they should go. Uh, they should go into games knowing what they are doing. Oh, by the way, small tangent. Uh, I'm watching right now. I'm watching Bayern versus Leipzig, and Mourinho for some reason is in the stands. I don't know what he's doing there. Like that's the most <laughs> random thing to, to come around <laughs> in a German game or something I don't know yeah well other than that I'm very positive about Emery Chan's like first games at Dortmund I, I really I his, his goal yesterday was like oh my god I've never like I've never been happy to happy to be stupid more than yesterday because before he shot when when his body language was like telling that he's gonna shoot from there, I was like, why would you shoot from there? Just pass it or something. But he shot and he scored. And I was like, okay, I'm stupid. That was yeah. That that was uh, that was a ridiculous goal. No, it was a fucking it was a fucking screamer, man. Like who who scores from that far? Like 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 Reyna's goal the other day was pretty good, and then that goal was just it was, it was ridiculous. Closer. It was pretty close. Reyna's was, goal like, was pretty close. Yeah. Like I I don't know Th- those both both those goals were just I don't think Dortmund has scored goals like that in quite some time. Typically, we're scoring goals that are like from inside the box. Yeah, that's what we do. It's like yeah, it, it's so refreshing to see players trying, especially new players, you know, trying to to score from outside the box because we have we we had even an instance yesterday when when Sancho was just in front of the goal. He was just like just in front of the goal, and he decides to pass it to 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 Haaland, and Haaland 
fucks up the first touch and the ball, you know, the, the, the attack is, has ended without, with nothing, you know, not even a corner. And had Sancho taken the chance from there, I'm sure he's going to score. But he passed it. Like, these, these unnecessary, like, things. If, if you are in front of the goal, just, just shoot, man. If you are, like, 24 meters away, just give it a shot. Let's see. <laughs> now, the problem is players who, who take a shot are... are who take who really like decide to take a shot are players who have nothing to do with with shooting like Akanji took a shot in in the 5-0 win I guess against who do we who do we beat 5-0 lately uh not Augsburg um uh, Union Berlin yeah Union Berlin of course yeah, of course we beat uh, Union Berlin by that much yeah and Akanji like no Union Berlin are a good team come on they are they just got promoted and they are like in the middle of the table they are doing very good this season but uh i mean akanji took like a shot from outside the box anyway yeah like, it went like shit you know <laughs> it's it, like okay akanji see, settle down there yeah i want to see like marco royce taking shots from outside the box yeah like see. royce should be taking those not akanji or yeah even... i want to see sancho i want to see brand taking shots from outside yeah the box. Vitzel you know, takes a couple from distance i don't know Vitzel... as well Guerrero has, has has a good you know has a good has a good shot accuracy and power so you know these players can come on take sh- take shots you don't have to to walk the, the the ball into like the net you know into the goal or something you don't have to like to push it uh just push it to just push it or, or nudge it behind the line you, you can you can fucking shoot from the distance and as you said i completely agree I, I didn't like i wasn't aware of that unless until you said it that we didn't see like goals from long range efforts in a long time no before yeah we saw, yeah before outside we saw, of free kicks i should say because i know we've had a couple free kicks last year where paco Alcacer would just just wild the crowd with a a beautiful booter from oh my god from on a free I, I miss i miss those moments man like last year's back say free kick like mania I, I i really miss these moments man yeah I, I, but the thing is too like we have marco royce and he's no slouch when it comes to free kicks like royce should be able to bury some pretty cool for some pretty solid free kicks but i i just like I don't know. I feel like we barely use him on free kicks. It just—it's weird. Or if we do use him, he doesn't take the shot very often. I don't know. It's—it just things seem off with Royce lately. I, I'm. It kind of bugs me because like Royce is supposed to be one of our best players, and like he normally is, but he just—he seemed a little out of it lately. And I don't know. Maybe his legs been bothering him. Now he's out for four weeks anyway. But like, I—it—I don't know. I think he's just been a little little disconnected compared to normal. Yeah, I believe that as well. And but I'm sure that he is like this injury even though the team is really going to miss him in in these upcoming games, but I'm pretty sure that this like moment of rest or moment of you know being being able to uh, or or being forced to stay out of the games and try to become fit again i think that the, this this time is going to i'm sure that is going to allow him to come back to his rhythm i'm pretty sure of that because that's that's what's make what what made what makes him like 
a great player is that he is always stronger when he comes back from injury. And I don't know if there are any news about uh, uh, Julian Brandt's state or but like uh, Lars Binder was a real asshole yesterday because he had like this very heavy challenge on Julian Brandt yesterday. He almost like almost like broke his ankle. He didn't even get a yellow card. That was that was a clear yellow. Uh, outer band tier will be without Julian Bradford on the next match day. Okay. They did not say how much, how long is he going to be out, but he's not going to play next weekend, so. Hmm. So there's that, yeah. He suffered a tear on the ankle ligament. Like, it was pretty serious because he's, his ankle twisted in a very, like, scary way. Yeah, you, you know, I don't know. And you, you'd expect, like, a fucking yellow for that. At least, at least a yellow, but... Yeah. You know, he was like, okay. And then... Bayern and Leipzig like, are tied for, at zero at halftime. For a moment there, I gave you nothing to <laughs> to bounce on. Like, it was emptiness. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I feel about Dortmund right now. This week was just so, like, demoralizing after such, like, a, a strong start to the second half of the season to come back with this week was just so, like, yeah. depressing. Well, you, you, you told me yesterday when you said, oh, uh, I want to record a podcast at the same time as, as the other time. I was like... Yeah, what is it? What what is there to say? Like this week was very dry, man. Yeah, it was it was really disappointing. I mean, Sancho is still playing fairly well. Like, uh, Holland, outside of yesterday, is playing pretty well. But like, I don't know. It's just like every time something starts to go well for Dortmund, something goes wrong. It's it's just a cycle, and it's really a painful cycle to say the least. Yeah, it's very painful because the other teams are not gonna wait for us. Like Gladbach's game was postponed bef- be because of some, some I don't know, some uh, kind of heavy wind or something. Really? Yeah, because there's there's how do you call it in 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 the US? Uh, high wind warning or something? Something like that. Yeah. Was it really just wind? Like it was just too windy to play in the stadium? Not 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 too windy, but uh, blizzard. Uh, a storm. It's a storm. Stormy. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a storm, and they they like delayed the game, and and if I mean if Gladbach wins, yeah, they're gonna over overtake us. They're gonna become uh, third, and we're gonna be be fourth. That's like very unnecessary, like bullshit, to you know, to engage in. We should be on top of our of our game. But on the bright side, Sancho has his thirteenth assist. He's the best assist maker in the league, and yeah. he's third be behind Timo Werner as the top scorer. He's tw- he he is at twelve goals and thirteen assists. He's like. One of the bright points in Dortmund right now. Absolutely. And yeah, and we are 
right now we are in best goals, 59 goals whole season. But that, that goes to show you that our offense is now what's suffering. So, Mr. Favre, please stop experimenting with the offense. It's working. Why would you do that? Why would you fucking experiment with something that's already working? Experiment with the bullshit, with the defense. That's where we're suffering, man. Like, do something about the defense. Don't play three at the back. That's so fucking dumb to play three at the back in Germany, man. Because you have, sub you have fast wingers. You have fast... You have fast strikers, and when you, you play three in the back, you always have this question between the three players. Oh, who's gonna cover the, the middleman? Who's gonna cover the winger? And you have these questions, and these questions take like a half a second or quarter of a second to answer, and you have your winger who's already got the ball on, who's scoring. So stop playing three. Two at the back, that's more than enough. I, I, would, I would love to see like in the next game, Hummels and Zagadou only at the back. Like... Let's let's see what that's that's a good experiment if you want to experiment. Okay, let's play that. Let's do that. Never tree again, please. Yesterday when I saw tree, I'm like, okay, tree. Uh, what does uh, Leverkusen have? They have Volant. Oh, cool. They have Leon Bailey. Oh, they have the other dude who's like the second fastest be, be behind uh, Hakimi. They have uh, Karim Belarabi. Oh, all fast players. What do we have in the defense? Defense. We have Hummels, Akanji, and uh, Zagadou. The three of them. Three against three. But the problem is that it doesn't work. Three at the back in the Bundesliga is a bad choice. Like Bayern did it for a long time and they don't do it any, anymore because they know that it's not good. <laughs> yeah, you gotta run. You either, you gotta. You gotta do something like more uniform, I think, than three at the back. It's just, I, I don't like it. I don't like the, the the spacing that it uses, and I don't like. I just don't. I don't know. When we don't defend well already, like why why do three? <laughs> yeah, of course, three in the back. It has to be like a slow league, like like the Italian calcio. You know, it's slow. Uh, you know passing building and stuff or maybe the spanish like la liga or something you can play like that but bundesliga and the premier league they're pretty fast you can play three in the back you can afford that because it's fast it's fast paced three in the back is slow three in the back is you know is you, you have three players in the back who are all slow you know and and the other wingers you instruct them to be often to, to be on the offense so you will have three, most likely 90% of the time at the game, you're going to have three against three or three against four. Yeah. Which means three defenders against four attackers or more than that. So it's, I think it's dumb, in my opinion. And it should not happen again. Like, if you, if you know anything about, like, defense or... I don't know anything about that. I, I just watched enough games to, to be able to speak, you know, about what I see in Dortmund and I think that we have been the you know we, we scored we scored like 59 goals top of Bayern who scored 58 and Leipzig 53 so we have no problem with the offense we score goals so keep the offense as it is keep playing your best players keep playing you know uh, Haaland and, and Hazard and uh, Brand and uh, Sancho and Royce, but just in in the defense, man. In the defense, it's like it's like a mess, man. 
our stats in the defense are very bad, man. Like they are, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are very bad. Like even even Berkey has only saved fifty percent of the shots this season. Like fifty wow. percent of the shots. That's he's that, he usually does better. Yeah, like that's a bad ratio. If you want, if you, if you, in in my opinion, like in in the duels one, we are nowhere near the top of the list. You know. In yeah, yellow even cards. Our goal differential, like we have the, like you were saying, we have the most goals in the Bundesliga. But um, among the top five teams, we've also conceded the most goals. Actually, among the top six teams, we have conceded more goals than all other teams in the top six. And so that's Bayern, Leipzig, Mönchengladbach, Leverkusen, and Schalke. They have all conceded fewer goals than us. Schalke have only scored 32 goals. But they've only conceded 27. They've got a goal differential of 5. Dortmund have scored 59, which, like you said, is good for best in the Bundesliga. But we've conceded 32. And, like, Bayern has only conceded 23. They have conceded 9 fewer goals than we have. Leipzig has conceded 25. You know, Mönchengladbach, 23. So so Dortmund is, like, the oddball there. They're conceding far more frequently than their, uh, than their other counterparts at the top of the league. And that's yeah. that's gonna come back to bite them in in uh, the standings if they can't stop doing that. You know, to to start the the second half of the season conceding three goals, then two, then what was it? We went three one and then zero. I think I want to say in our first week because we lo- we won five to three, then five to oh it was yeah five to three, five to one, and then five to zero. Yeah, I mean if 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 there's like. Any, you know, I'm not a math expert, but there's like a growth in there in, in terms of how our offense is getting stronger. So why would you fucking experiment with the offense? Why would you do that on a, such an important game as the cup game in the middle of the week? Just play all the players who you can. Like, like play everyone who you can. Like, if we can... Okay, I, in my opinion... I better like play all the strongest players, score like three goals in the first half, score another two in the second half, and then start pulling uh, pulling back important players at the 65th minute, than just playing r- random like formation or random like strategy and just getting blasted at the end with getting scored against and you know it's a mess. And another stat for you like. In 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 the du- in the uh, duels one statistic, we are number fifteen in the league. You know wow. that that should tell you something. That should tell you that you're you're mostly okay. Duels are made by defenders and and you know and um, attacking players, but mostly like seventy five to eighty percent by defenders. Why would we be like? Uh, number 15 in the duos one area especially when we have stronger players like Axel Witzel and and Zagadu and everything in in the aerial duos we are last number 18 with the number of aerial duos but to be fair Bayern Munich Munich are 17 so I think that that's more a stat that we are playing both you know we are playing you know, one touch game. We are playing. Uh, yeah, the ball we're playing the quick ground. passing. We're playing uh, possession. Exactly. We're, we're not, not playing, playing like you know long like, goal, long balls or something. Yeah. Yeah. We long we don't have like aside from Holland and Hummels, we don't really have players who are 
and Zagadu. Like, Howland's, Hummels and Zagadu are pretty much our only aerial players, or aerially, yep. aerially gifted players. One, one, of the, one of the bright points that I saw yesterday is that long passes that were, like, shot, that were, like, made towards Haaland, he is able to control with his, with his head, you know. Uh, uh, he is able to, to get the, the long balls with his head, which we didn't see in a long time. Like, since Aubameyang, I guess. We didn't yeah. see players who could, like, get these long passes with their head, like, direct them into another player and try to start, like, a, a quick, if you want to say, a quick attack from the, mid, from the midfield, you know. These, these long balls that come and they're, they're like, blocked with, by a, a, a tall number nine. We didn't see that s since, like, Lewandowski and, and Aubameyang. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. I'm, like, we now, in, like, in addition to our smooth game in the ground, we can, like, those, you can, like, make some long passes, especially with how accurate Hummels is with his passing. We can, you know, we can have that uh, luxury as well, and and I'm also happy for Hummels because he scored yesterday and he deserved it. I mean, yeah, Hummels, Hummels is like the only player in the defense who's played well, and I guess of our defenders who deserve a goal, he deserves a goal. So yep. I was okay with that. Yeah, but that was like one of the good points, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm done here, so if you have anything else to add, feel free, bro. I, I, think, I, think, I've, uh, I think we've covered all that we need to cover. I think, I think we've all seen what, enough of what we've not wanted to see. We're kind of just like, I don't know, I'm going to just kind of hold out hope for the weekend and pray that we just, we, we don't do like a stupid lineup on Friday because we we can't keep I don't know we just can't keep doing this dumb stuff, especially Eintracht Frankfurt is gonna be a tough opponent, and um, if we continue to just screw around with the lineup and run this three at the back or some nonsense like that, then I'm sure the game is not gonna go nearly as well as we would hope, and um, that's that's really all I can say like. We're going to be at home against Eintracht Frankfurt, so there's no reason we shouldn't win. But they're going to play as difficult, and if we don't come prepared, we're going to regret it, you know? Yeah, there is no other option. We have to win against Frankfurt next Friday. We're going to play seven at 7.30 p.m. Uh, GMT time. So, yeah. yeah, just you watch for that. And that's all for today. So thank you a lot for tuning in. Thanks, Ryan, for of course. being here. Thank you for having me. And let's hope Borussia Dortmund gets their shit together. Absolutely. <laughs>